welcome to EP018 of Playlist Yeah, a podcast about a playlist. Yeah, yeah. My name is Mike Lash, former actor, former comedian, former... No, and this is my compadre, compadre, com friend Kerry Mitchell, former art student, former musician, current podcast director of Mike Nash. You're my director. I just got you to do that thing about six times. Yeah, but that's direction. Oh, you did direct me. Our guest for this episode is Spencer Segalov from the band Spencer Segalov and the Great Paintings. And I, Kerry, have some business for you. Go on then. Let's see what you got. On the 29th of December, 2009, Uh Mike Lash on Facebook. 16-ish hours till road trip. Road trip in caps. Ich gehe ins Deutschland mit mein Freund Lanky im dein Subaru, des von mein Freund Keriaki für nur Jahre. <laughs> Open brackets, yeah, I made all that up. Close brackets. There was, I mean, it was close. And then there's some stuff there which makes absolutely no sense at all. But um, yeah, I remember that was a good time. Come across for New Year's Eve. Had a snowball fight with some Australian guy who lost his mind to to being in snow for the first time good times what you got to talk about karaoke not too much just to say uh one of the great things about doing this podcast is that i get to reconnect with some old friends old talented friends as well um spencer being one of those from my my days in cardiff and uh what we have if you hang around to the end of the show is an exclusive of spencer's new single from his new album which is not going to be out when we get to play it on the podcast so maybe you will just here to hear that and if you are you can just skip to the end of the episode no don't skip to the end of the episode maybe don't 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 listen to the whole episode and then um you can treat yourself with a gift of the new spencer segalov and the great paintings single uh oh actually no there there was another but also um near the beginning do you want to explain the beginning of the episode where we hear another spencer segalov song uh no no i don't i don't want to explain it <laughs> okay <laughs> don't want to explain it. um mike i got something to call you out about though Uh-oh. um we have our online document you know where we organize stuff for the podcast yes and i found a comment in in a tab i don't know what you're talking about it says carry slag off Kerry Mitchell is a bad person and a massive douchebag. He has bad clothes and bad hair and only likes pretentious 2000s Cardiff student music. He's a bore and he smells of old fish and bad cologne. His intelligence is less than an average human being and he probably should live feral with the squirrels but wouldn't survive because he's physically weak also, even compared to a field mouse. But he'd get beaten up by field mice. He's shit a bad driver and walker. He doesn't have a job, despite telling people that he does have a job, although his imagination is so dull, he tells people his he has a dreary job, but pretends it's exciting. His fake job is boring. He doesn't understand money or cleanliness. His kids are rubbish too. His wife is only with him on a dare. He often gets his left and right confused, but will wear those trainers on the wrong feet regardless because he's too pig-headed. He doesn't understand the concept of animals and just, <laughs> just thinks they're different-shaped people. Who, occasionally, <laughs> who he occasionally eats. His kids are scared of him because of this. He likes cricket. Now, Mike. <laughs> oh, I made myself laugh, and that's a good thing, I guess. Have you got anything which you want to say about that? Uh, Yeah, I, I think that, that's quite kind. Yeah. You are bad at walking. I do like cricket. Yeah, that is the worst thing about you. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we had enough of that. Should we just go and speak to Spencer now? Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is... Mr. Spencer Segalov. So did you guys do this before I was on and uh, try and ID all of the wrestlers in Kerry's photo? Let's just repeat it. So, Spencer, can you explain what we're looking at in the, the my background here? Sure, yeah. Happy to talk you through it. So so Kerry appeared with this background, and and after some after a brief pause, I was able to identify that what we're looking at is Survivor Series 88. Now, this is the main event, or the bad, the baddie or heel wrestlers 
uh, and they are giving an interview to Mean Gene. Uh, from the left, there you've got Akeem, Million Dollar Man, Virgil, Reverend Slick, Bobby the Brain Heen, and the Red Rooster, Haku, and Big Boss Man. And, they, and they're just talking about how they're going to get take the baddies down, the goodies down, cause the goodies one. But it caused a rift forever between Macho Man and Hulk Hogan because Macho Man was handcuffed outside the ring by accident. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And he was freed and he came in to win. But um, their friendship was never the same, unfortunately, Mike. And yeah. it led to the WrestleMania showdown, which we all and everyone listening remembers, WrestleMania 5. I'm just trying to think. I heard an interview the other day with uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Savage's brother, who said his, that was his actual voice. And it was caused by smoking a lot of weed for a really long time. <laughs> Oh, I used to love Macho Man. Yeah, me too. Uh, who's ready for some uh, playlist year EP018 with yeah, Spencer yeah. Segalov? Yeah, that's good. Okay, Spencer. This is your life. This is your life. How do you feel about your life? You, um, yeah, it could have been one big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got some questions at the beginning of the podcast, but I'm going to mix them up a little bit this time. Ooh. So this question is, are you confident? <laughs> what, just generally? Yes. Yes, I am. Generally confident and podcast confident. Think so. Think so doesn't sound very confident. Doesn't sound confident, does it? No, I'm there. But I'm confident, Pauline. Mike, are you confident? I'm confident at work. I'm always a pipe up, and so sometimes <laughs> I just like to say, like say something so people know that I'm listening, even if I'm not always listening. So yeah, but I just don't think this, that, and the other, and then I'm just like, okay, let's move on. <laughs> you knew that I was paying attention. All right, um, Spencer, do you know the rules? The rules. Well, I've, I've listened to the previous episode. If, if it's the same as that, maybe. Nothing changes. The last new feature was about 10 episodes ago. Yeah. It sounds like you could do the recap. Let's do the recap. Lashkins. So, the rules. The whole point of this podcast is for you to define yourself as a person using one song from these, these eight tracks of this playlist um, added at the end of April 2020. Once we've moved on, though, to track two, you're no longer allowed to choose track one. And if you wait until track eight to make your decision, Decision, you are stuck with track eight to define you as a person and you might be wondering what defining you as a person means i'll tell thee it means you're only allowed to listen to this one song for the rest of your life okay so spencer it could ruin your whole musical career or make it quite monotone because you're just going to be doing the same song over and no, over again you can deafen yourself you can put earplugs you can in deafen yourself. if you want to sing but you're not allowed to sing with the actual ability to hear which was fine for beethoven he sounded great in his would you compare yourself to Beethoven? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that clear, Spencer? Yes, we can only hope one of the songs is the B-52's Peerless Love Shack. Greatest song oh, ever. Oh, shit, it is oh. not, no. Rule two of theme two is you also have to choose one of these tracks for me, Mike Lash, to sing at you in the style of your choice, which I can choose to ignore. <laughs> and same rules apply once you've moved to track three. You can't choose tracks one and two, et cetera, et cetera. Is that understood? Yes. Good. Do you want to do a, a more conversational question, Kerry, or shall I? I've got some more conversational questions, but before we do that, I want to get Spencer's musical background, and I want to hear about Spencer as a three-year-old. <laughs> as a three-year-old, we had one of those records that, that played plastic records, you know, that like, um, Merrily, we roll along. Do you remember that? On, and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Records and you put them on, so that, that that's what we had in the house. Other than that, we had musicals. We had a Richard Craderman record with a bit of Gershwin on. So I always thought Gershwin, Richard Craderman wrote Rhapsody in Blue for many years. But that was me. As a three-year-old, I like Transformers. I like running around singing the Transformers. We don't care about that. It's music only. It's Transformers theme, though. Yeah, yeah. That counts. It's probably on the playlist, yeah. actually. Transformers, robots, it, it probably is somewhere. If it's not, it's on there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Spencer, three-year-old, you sound a bit childish. Regrettably, yeah, looking back. Childish three-year-old. And then I want to move forward to a time when we would have got to know each other, and I was trying to guess your age based on my age when I was in Cardiff. What were you listening to as a 29-year-old? 29-year-old? <laughs> Any string-based cool indie bands in, around the Cardiff area? When I was 29, I did my second album, and we had a chamber orchestra. So my band was a 12-, 13-piece band. And then I was back to listening to Gershwin, weirdly, because I was I fell in love with Gershwin again, and I did an album around musicals and Gershwin and uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein and things like that. All right, but any any three-piece Cardiff-based bands with lead strings going on who you're particularly fond of around about that time? Well, you know, there was that band, The Threat Mantics, weren't they? They were, they were pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty, pretty hot. Physically hot. Soft potato now. Were you the first guitar player in that band? Is that, where I, is that how I met you, first of all? No, I wasn't the first guitar player, but you would have met me because of it. Um, I think then we bonded over N.E.R.D.'s oh, lap yeah. dance. It was good to find somebody 
in indie bands that like black music, quite frankly, because there was no one in Cardiff I, I knew. Our drummer really liked it. Our drummer Avon, he was a big fan of, and and I really liked that Kelly album, which was also produced by the NERD guys. We were obsessed with Tasty, so it was nice to find someone. But I think it's different now. But at the time, they, it, it, there was a shocking lack of diversity of musical interest. Yeah. Okay, Spencer. We we talked a little bit about wrestling at the top of the show, <laughs> and now I've got a question for you. Can you describe what it's like to be hit in the head with a fake Bible by someone who is clearly ripping off the legendary wrestler The Undertaker? <laughs> this was this was that music video that we did. Yep. Can you describe what that was like? <laughs> that was a fun day, wasn't it? So, Mike, there was this TV channel that let crappy Welsh bands go on at midnight and do some songs. And it was only on midnight on a Tuesday, only shown in Wales. So no one saw it besides the bands that were on it that week and their parents. So I, we'd done it the year before. They asked us again. I said, absolutely not. <laughs> but they knew I like wrestling. So they said, we'll do your wrestling video. And I said, yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. So we went to this community centre with, with real wrestlers. And um, just, yeah, Kerry was involved. The Threat Mountains were involved as, as, as evil wrestlers. And we were wrestlers. And all hell broke loose. It was the most pain I'd ever been in. And at, at the end, I had a six-week concussion at the end of it. I went to hospital. And Kerry hit me over the head with a Bible. Someone just beat me up. Because <laughs> <laughs> there were real wrestlers there. And they just killed us. It was really good. And I wouldn't say that my hit to the head with the Bible was the reason why you, you got the concussion. But here, follow-up question, though. Regardless of the shamelessness of this character ripoff, would you describe the cameo as one of the greatest cameo performances of all time? Absolutely. Yeah, people are still talking about it now. Yeah, I know. Ourselves. <laughs> I still find people involved in that. People still meet me and say, oh, I was there at your wrestling video. Like, How? It's like the Sex Pistols gig in Manchester. <laughs> yeah. It's like everyone says they were there. No, it was a great it was a great video. We'll put a uh, link in the description below and you can see Spencer getting a concussion yeah. and you can see my excellent acting abilities. Um, but uh, Mike, what, have you got any uh, questions you want to ask Spencer? Music Taste at 29. Have we done Music Taste sort of now? Did you meet Kerry at 29? I, think I was 27 when I met you, Kerry. It was my first album. That was 2007. So you're in your, uh, are you in your 40s now? Yeah, I'm 43 now. I see you're a little older than us. As of like 2nd of January. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, so yeah, wh where are you at musically now? You still listen to new stuff? Are you you in the listening to your old stuff? The album I've finished now is is influenced by stuff either side of Britpop. I didn't get on with Britpop at all, but I love all the sort of jangly late 80s, very early 90s pre-Britpop and then everything after like the naughty sort of stuff. So I've been listening to a woman who plays in my band has turned me on to a group called The Church who are like an 80s group from Australia. They're really good. There's a lot of good Australian indie like Julia Jacqueline and and I also like snail mail from America. There's just there's a lot of good music about. Uh, yeah, I can I can hear that influence in your in your music actually. Because I love CDs. That's the best medium for me, and I'm obsessed with CDs. And I bought more CDs like recently than I've had for years. I have to find them. They're all downstairs. Where there's towers of the mountains of CDs. You don't need to bring them now. We're we're good. We believe you. I get them now. I get them now. Just give me a chance. Spence, actually, whilst we're talking about you being a musician and things like that, uh, bear in mind we were going to start recording now. Eight o'clock your time, <laughs> nine o'clock my time do you reckon you could make a song about that i think i could stretch to that yeah could, yeah so like now now just now all right so spencer just give it a go okay there goes nothing eight o'clock your time nine o'clock my time oh yeah <laughs> eight o'clock your time nine o'clock my time oh yeah eight o'clock your time nine o'clock my time Oh yeah, eight o'clock your time, nine o'clock my time. Oh yeah. Eh, 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 eh. Well, thanks, Spence. That was really. Um, That's great. Mate. That was great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you got any final questions which you want to put to Spencer? No, I want us to get on with the show. I mean, we we started the show, but the the, the you know the actual the actual uh... the actual show. <laughs> Right, Spencer, are you ready? Song one is coming your way. No, it's not. Spencer, you did your homework, right? Oh, shit, yeah. Sorry, thank you very much, Mike. guess every week. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, we asked you to listen to the last track of EP017. What was that track? I don't know. Shit, guys, I actually don't know. It was Alice Merton. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So that sounds like someone... Like a, a label has gone, we need a Florence in the Machine from somebody, yeah, and, and some machine, posh girl yeah. from somewhere has been airlifted from Oxford, and they've gone, right, we're going to give you 
and edgy sound in inverted commas. I didn't really think about with the uh, Flonstrom machine. I didn't think that until just now, then. even though I've heard this song a dozen times. I still like it, though. They've done that thing you do where you don't have a very good song where you need something catchy or unusual. So usually you have an octave jump, like you go, or like someone that's been put together by a committee and someone's gone, damn it. I'm interested to see how many people took to write that song. I love it. in the last episode, me, me, Kerry and Bennett, who's also classically trained musician, uh, which is like, that's a really good pop song. You enjoy it. And you're just like taking it apart. So that's, that's a recording set. No, there's nothing wrong with that, though. Cause I know, I know, I know. That to, to me, it feels a bit, con- a bit contrived. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Spencer, imagine then you've been out in Cardiff. Right. You've been kicked out of Clubby for Bar, but you're like, ah, I don't want to go home now. There's only one place to go. There's Buffalo Bar open. Okay. Someone's gone, here, Spencer, get on the deck. Someone just played Alice Merton, and everyone here finds it, it stinks. They've got the same opinion of you. What are you doing to lift the crowd in Buffalo Bar in 2008? In Cardiff. And what we're saying is, what song would you put next on the playlist? All right, okay. Is it Friendly Fire's Kiss of Life? No, it's not popular. (laughs) It's an opening track of an album of a band that were briefly, mildly successful in the mid-noughties. And then the song came out about five years ago. Okay, um, Spencer, so I'm going to give you... We're going to get to the title, right? Yeah. So uh, the the theme of the playlist is uh, there's some sort of tenuous link between each song. There's a word that rhymes with the title of the Alice Merton song. What? That is the noise made of one of the subjects of the song title that we're about to play you. Nothing to do with boots? Not boots. It's not little boots or these boots are made for walking, but good good thinking. Let's give him 15 seconds, see if he knows the song. 15? You want 15? Or just give it all up to 15. No, it sounds like Billy Idol. <laughs> Ooh, oh, Billy Idol. Billy Idol, eh? Wow. So, what, so the name of this, this animal that rhymes with the word boots? No, the noise the animal makes rhymes with roots or boots. Also, the transitions from the last song to this song goes quite well. Not like a grizzly bear thing, no, I have no idea. What word rhymes with boots? Fruits, dudes, groots, <laughs> suits, loots. <laughs> Come on. What letter is after goots? Hoots? Yes, and what animal oh. hoots? The owl. It's an owl. That's yes. Is the band called the Owls? No, no. The song. First word of the song. Three words. Three words. Three words. <laughs> First word, <laughs> owls. Uh, second word I will give, of. And the third word is... It's the capital of a European country. In the south of Europe. Owls of Belgium. Owls of Madrid? No. Owls of Rome? No. Just more south. East and south. Owls of well, like we're talking. No, no, no. I've run out of European countries, guys. <laughs> Rome, Rome and Madrid. That's it. I don't know anymore. Spain, Spain. Italy. I don't know. All Here the rest are in the north. You got the Scandinavian ones. So what's left? Germany. That's not north now. So where, where's left? What countries are left? You got? Very ancient, ancient place. Greece. Owls of Greece. No, no nearly. What? Owls of Rhodes. It's it's Athens. It's called Owl, Owls of Athens. All right. I basically got it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is by, shall I say who the band is, Mike? Yeah, like mild bit of success in the mid-noughties. From the band The Young Knives. I like The Young Knives. I, I didn't know mm. they were back. They've been, they've never gone. They're going strong. In fact, I saw them at the Lexington just before lockdown. Damn it, people are so ignorant. I am the Prince of Wales. I am the Prince of Wales. That's a good one. Yeah. So they went a lot more experimental. And um, yeah, this is one of the, the opening track of their not last but previous album. And this is the beginning of me trolling Kerry. This playlist is about 3,000 songs long. Oh. And the most popular artists are the biggies like The White Stripes. White, well, White Stripes are big for us. Um, Oasis are on there a lot. Beastie yeah. Boys. So that's the, the big bands that you'd heard of. And this is, didn't I've just put way too much white Young Knives on there. Who I fucking love. And I might ask to come on the podcast one day. Spencer, thoughts on the Young Knives? I like them like they do. I only know that album then. Great album. But how did you, uh, how did that sound to you, Spence? Give them a bit more. Give them a bit more. Do you want to jump somewhere? Spencer, it's three minutes 55. I'll give you five more seconds. I will have 50 seconds because that's the time the chorus should be coming in. 50 seconds for five seconds. I don't think there's a chorus in this song. Let's see. So they've gone with like a Devo direction then? Yeah, I guess so. Quite like Devo too. Okay, I need to get on this. Well, you only are allowed to hear this song in full if you choose it. So, here's the question. Spencer Segalov, do you take Owls of Athens by Young Knives? 
to be your world-defining song and to only listen to this song for all of time. Gosh darn it. But then is is this whole episode over? No. Well, no, we will talk. But We will tease you through the other songs to show you some possible gold. And you'll be like, oh, damn, yeah. I chose that gold-plated Brewdog can rather than the solid gold whatever. Good, good, good analogy there. Like the end of Blind Duke, but it would look like we could have won. I will not have this song as good as it is. I will, I will continue, please. Okay. Question two: Would you like me, Mike Lash, to sing "Owls of Athens" at you? I would. I would like that. Oh, okay. What style would you like it in, Spencer? Can we have like someone from the B52s? Oh, we had this before, but you did a good job, Mike. So I did, Spencer. What we tried to do get the uh, guests to do a bit of like the backing track for Mike to ease him into the song. All right. <laughs> Tory MP suspended over COVID. Pid vaccine. Comments, Andrew, Bridgen, suspended. The Owls of Athens. The Owls of Athens. Andrew, Bridgen, suspended as Conservative MP. Often on marbles belonging UK. Owls of Athens. Murder, arrest over Christmas Eve. Pub shooting. Help during childbirth declared. Survey finds the owls of Athens. Did you just did you just read BBC News? <laughs> I just read the headlines of BBC News. <laughs> wow, very um uh, Spencer, did that give you the insight you were hoping to get from that was uh, good. That, that's really good. That's a hit. They accept remixes from fans. I might send them uh, send them the recording, say hey. Maybe we should do that, send send that in and then ask them if they want to join the podcast. <laughs> we're like, what the fuck? Spencer, so before we move on to track two, we have Mike's mum who will give her opinion on the songs today. Bear in mind, Mike's mum is in her late 70s. Do you think that's something which she is bopping around her flat to? I think she's going to like it, hands down. It sounded like a train. <laughs> <laughs> sounded like a train. Did it actually sound like, like a train? train. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it was based on that motoric kraut rock sort of thing, which Diva were doing as well, that is a train, isn't it? That's that propulsive... Mm. So she's very astute there, I think. It did sound like a train. It did sound like a train, though, yes. <laughs> Okay, track two. Or sorry, I say track 138 on the playlist. Let me, I've made a note here. Song related question. How would I have described myself and Mike Lash at 20 years old? <laughs> and a lot of 20 year olds. And a lot of 20 year olds. Kerry, are you, do you want me to say this? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is I this did... is the song title for the next track. So you want me to say how you, Kerry, would describe yourself at twenty? Exactly. <laughs> I think you would describe yourself as sporty, optimistic, and full of life. It's very close to the the actual title of this song, uh, which is "I'm Desperate." <laughs> By BC Camplight. From a title like that, what are you expecting from the song? There's going to be acoustic guitars, it's going to be pretty ramshackle, and it's probably not all going to be in time with each other. So why do you think it, Kerry chose it to follow Owls of Athens? It is an, another independent band. Independent band, BBC Six. No, they're, they're sort of, yeah, they're a six music band, like quite current, aren't they, BC Camplight? But quite current, I mean, this was on the playlist two years ago. It's not current at all anymore. Three years ago. So, Spencer, so what did you say it's going to be like a bit acoustic -y? It's going to be acoustic -y and, and ramshackle. That's what I'm going to go for. Okay, Mike, how many seconds do you want? Anything up to 15. All right, I'll give seven. frantic spencer it's frantic okay it's another motoric sort of train thing it is and that's what that was kind of the vibe which i was going for there just uh carrying on the train the musical train the vibe train. Mike, how do you how do you find this song uh it's it's fine it's good oh. it's nice it's good all right i quite like, i quite like frantic things sometimes spencer yeah yeah we well, you know kind of get these things where it's people feel like they're trying to keep up with themselves when they're doing stuff and it has that uh that kind of thing for me so that's why i chose it spencer have you heard of bc Camplight? only the name i don't know their music so to hear more of them well one track for the rest of your life do you spencer and marks <laughs> would you like bc Camplight's i'm desperate to define you as a human person no why not you're not desperate <laughs> i think when it gets going the singing will be something like <laughs> which is and, not that, and is that a bad thing is that a bad thing but yeah but i couldn't have that forever i like it occasionally what does pat lash think good point not my sort of tune it's horrible horrible 
Horrible. There you go. Kerry, what does what does the singing do in that song? Is it does it get yelpy? I will be nice, Spencer. Where do you want to go? Let's go to fifty seconds where the chorus should be. Better than I thought. Okay. I've just realised are these songs all of your guys' personal favourite songs, or they picked at random? Uh, not at random. They're songs we know, not normally, not always. So I should watch my mouth before I insult people. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> well, I, I can't speak for Kerry on that one, but they're not always our favourites. They're just they fit all day. Well, there's different things. There's sometimes we want to annoy each other by putting yeah. a song on that we, the other person won't like, because sometimes <laughs> I get a message and Mike will be like. That's bullshit. And I'll be like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then um, and then other times he'll put something on, I'll be like, oh, fucking, oh, come on. <laughs> I still get, like, genuinely offended when you don't like something that I like. Mike, you put Boyzone on, and I was like, what the fuck's that? Come on. Come on. The b- Most Boyzone songs that I put on are, like, the good ones. I didn't have any good Not ones. putting Key to Your Life on. There are songs which we like. There are songs which just follow on. So there'd be very tenuous things. Could be genre. Could be wordplay. Could be feeling nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Anything which comes in. Mike and me have been friends for 20 years, so we've got quite a lot to um nostalgia yeah moving on now to song three spencer this band if i'm honest is a band who i remember you being quite into around about 2007 2008 2005 what would, would, would this have been like a cardiff Sorry, band or something, two, or something two, not a cardiff band Oh, God, it's bad. An EP So we kind of gone into a slight genre spiral. We try and mix up the genres on the playlist, but this is not too far removed from the first two songs. Gosh, I, can't, I really can't. 2005, I think I remember listening to the Detroit Cobras and Talking Heads and Motown. I can't think what else I was into. Who's one of the most notorious producers of the 20th century? Like, what, notorious? What, like, done bad things? No. Just very well respected. Or oh, Timberland. Oh. No, like oh, 20th century. Or <laughs> yeah. oh, Brian Wilson. Mm, yeah, not far off. Uh, going more towards the psych Bowie kind of stuff. All right, Tony Visconti. No. Okay. <laughs> he's a producer as well. He's a performer as well. Brian Eno. Brian yes. Eno by MGMT Spencer. Wow, okay. I don't know this song. So tired, so searching, I follow the sounds to a cathedral. Imagine my surprise to find that they were. Spence, how are you feeling? I like that. Yeah? Does that make you feel a little bit disappointed that you got Mike to sing the Young Knives at you already? Well, no, because, you know, Mike loves the Young Knives. Look, just the joy, the joy in his face. You know, it was nice, nice to see. Is that new MGMT? Well, it's possibly from three years ago. No, it's it's a lot older than that. It's from the, al- the, the album after the breakout album. Oh, with, with some guy in a surfboard, isn't it? The, the second one. Album's called, uh, as album's Congratulations. That's the uh, one, yeah. On the album. surfboard or something? Yeah, it's a cat on a, or something on a surfboard, or like a wave which looks like a cat and a surfboard there. That was I love the electric feel from that first one. That was my favourite. All right, the question, yeah. Let's just oh, go Pat to Lash. Pat Lash, Patty Lashy. Um, Spencer, what do you think she would think? She's going to think it's okay. I'm good in places. I don't know. It just didn't sound like anything. Haven't <laughs> they got proper names? Haven't they got proper names? <laughs> Like I mean, I think you're 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 misjudging Pat Lash quite a lot here, Spencer. You think she's likes all of this psych stuff. Um Would you define it sorry, Mike, do you want to ask this question? So go on. Do you Spencer from Big Brother? <laughs> I think there was a Spencer in a Big Brother. Yeah, 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 even if there wasn't, like who's gonna check yeah, up on sure. it? Who's gonna yeah. check up on that? Take Brian Eno by MGMT, formerly the management they had to change their name, to define you as a person and to be the only song you listen to for all of time. No, I can't give Brian Eno that satisfaction. He'd love that. So that's gonna be a no. <laughs> Song four. Now, Good. it was my choice up next, Spence, and I'm going to give you the hint that the song title for this song is also the name of a musician, but it's not sung by the musician. So think of a very, very, very famous musician. 
John Lennon, he's famous. People know him. Not him. Keep going. Okay, so it's not it's not Mozart. It's not Gershwin. Is it Richard Clayderman? Nope. Okay, now we'll narrow it down. This is one of the most popular and talented artists of all time, yet also one of the most hideous human beings of all time. Is it Kanye West? Mm, worse. A lot worse. Worse? Michael Jackson? Yeah. Michael Jackson. Too soon to play Michael Jackson, guys. Too soon. It's not a Michael Jackson song. Okay. It's a song by a guy who, right now, someone might call me what I am, but I used to be something else. Big, is it Big Boy? Nearly Big Boy. That's, that's a that's a nice that's a nice way of saying it. Is it Heavy D and the Boys? With now that we found love, what are we gonna do from nineteen? 19- no, you're closer <laughs> with Big Boy. Closer? What? Andre three thousand? No, we're still going with a good thing. <laughs> Think about an, a less polite way of saying Big Boy. Fat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fat Man Scoop. Oh. Nearly. Not but... Batman Scoop, oh, guys. You're right with, right with boy. Bat boy slim, thank you. Oh, yes. There we are. Seven seconds, Kariaki. I'll take that. Is that called Michael Jackson? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to say it's a hard no for me. Don't like Fat Boy Slim. Whoa, I haven't asked you the question yet, sir. Can we just slow down a little bit? Because you've got the song, you've heard a little bit what it's about, and we're at a point which we have every episode a little game. Lash, lash gash, 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 lash, gash, gash, gash. Spencer, you aware what lash gash gash is? Yeah, one of them maybe a tennis player. One of them's maybe a tennis player. One of them's maybe Mike's mum, and one of them's maybe some something else. So I'm going to play you three quotes now, and the quotes are reacting to the song, possibly, possibly not, and then you <laughs> need to decide which one's which. Who, okay, but you have to answer quickly. You can't dither. You can't dally. You have to say gash, cash, lash. You have to say it quickly. Otherwise, you're disqualified from competition. Got it. Got it. Okay. Do you want a bit more of the song to, to see? I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid, Gary. Give him another seven seconds. Give him something later on in the song. You look a bit more. We're going to go to Spencer where he wants the, the chorus at 50 seconds. What a chorus. What a Classic chorus. Classic Fatboy Slim. Spencer, you ready? I'm ready. First quote coming up, read by our friend Ryan, a.k.a. Pat Gash. More importantly than anything, New York. Well, they just want to make a lot of noise. Okay, okay, you got that? Okay. Next quote. Because of me, 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 you make me sick. Right. Okay, last one. Actually, I've seen that on television a bit better than the others. Okay, there's your three quotes. Got it. Ready to answer? Got it. Let's go. Three, two, one, go. Gash, cash, lash. Gash, cash, lash. Okay. Last one's definitely lash, so I've got a point there. Here's uh, the original gash quote, okay? Because of me, 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 you make me sick. Is that Phil Mitchell? <laughs> Phil Mitchell. He didn't like it, all right? It wasn't an option. For our international listeners, Phil Mitchell is a character on a television soap opera called EastEnders. Yeah. Um, okay, so you got zero out of one. Okay. The next one is this. More importantly than anything, New York, well, I just want to make a lot of noise. It's Pat Cash. I said Cash. That's good. Said, got, no, got you said noise. Gash. You said... I got Gash, Cash, Lash. It's, it's, oh, can you see this? Yeah, no. I think he did say Gash, Cash, Lash, Kerry. Did he? Yeah. Oh, what? So you've got it all right? Actually, I've seen that on the television. A bit better than the others. I remember seeing the last one was Mike's mum. Yeah. How has she seen a fat boy, a, a, not even a popular <laughs> fat boy Slim song on TV? Just yeah. watching late night TV, trolling through, trying to see if she can pick up some Welsh channels to see some local indie bands from Cardiff in the late 2000s. Run across Fat Boy Slim. Okay, well, well done, Spencer. How do you feel? I feel, I feel good. I feel com- confident. Again, I'm continually confident. Good. So, Go Spencer. Do you take Michael Jackson by Fatboy Slim to be the defining song of an era of Spencering? Never. Combination of Fatboy Slim and Michael Jackson is, is repugnant to me. What happens though if Fatboy Slim came to you and said, Spencer, I love I love the new album. I want to remix the whole thing. And then we can make a double album. Oh, 
he's just he's gonna take two seconds of music and drag it out to eight minutes, isn't he? And he's just gonna go wap ba juba juba wap ba juba for like <laughs> oh, ages. That's glorious. Imagine that, you know, the royalties which are gonna come in from that. It's the devil's money, isn't it? Yeah, but he probably would have sampled someone to make it sound like that that he has to pay royalties to, so you'll see nothing. Oh yeah, or you need to pay royalties to him. The best thing about that is that what was that festival that got out hand Woodstock too where he was DJing? Oh yeah. And when I watched that, and I thought he was going to be murdered, that was that was good. That was <laughs> Do you hate? I mean, I can't hate. You don't like the music. He seems like a nice enough bloke. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was really happy that Fatboy Slim was about to get murdered. I'm getting excited. Call my wife and he's going to die. And then he, they airlift him out there. Thought, oh, my God. Yeah. Bad ones always get away, don't they? The good day. Yeah. Okay, going on to the next song. I'm going to give you the album title already. It's from 80s, 100s hits. 80s, 100 <laughs> hits. You got that album, Spencer? I probably got it. Yeah, I think I got it twice. Got it twice. Because you can't have enough of those hits. Tape and CD. Mike, you chose it. What was your reason? Uh, it's got a similar rhythm, really. A similar rhythm. Do you reckon that's going to be the kind of song which you like then, a similar rhythm song to that previous one? Well, yeah, possibly. If it's not that by Slim, it might be good. Yeah. Oh, but actually, one of the only rules is we can't, we don't repeat artists. So that's the thing you, you only thing you know about the next song is that it's uh, not Fat by Slim, unless it's John Williams, and it could be John Williams. Yeah, yeah, Kerry wants to put two John Williams tracks yeah. next to each other, which yeah. he'll never live down. <laughs> okay, give him one second. <laughs> I don't know. Could be Billy Idol again. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's aces. Uh, what does Pat Lash think? What's, what do you think Pat Lash makes of that one second? The one second? Mike doesn't play much more to her, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I have no patience for her. That's not enough song to get into, is it? No, no, We re- I play her. I don't play one second. I play her, <laughs> I play her bit... Uh, the chorus and the verse normally. Gosh, that could either be something really poppy or really goth. And I can't work out what it is. Wow. Within the same second again. I think that could be a pop thing sung by a female, and I think your mum's going to like it. Sounds a bit like someone hitting some flint together to try to start <laughs> it a fire. Does, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, let's 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 just have a look. Say pat lash, pat lash, pat lash. It wasn't too bad. Wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Give him one second from another random point in the song. Also, 50 seconds, right? Where 50 the, seconds the, where the chorus needs to be. Spencer, you must hate punk music because some punk songs are finished by 50 seconds. <laughs> I love the Dave Kennedy zone. Oh, it's the Stone Roses. Wow. Oh, that, oh, very oh, good. That's easy. That's Was it, easy. though? Was it easy? I would have got that easily. <laughs> you, you put it on the list. Yeah. Okay. Stone Roses. Fool's gold, man. Fool's gold. Do you like Fool's gold? Do you like Stone Roses? I hate the Stone Roses. Really? I thought you were into your sort of your, your late <laughs> This is not going well, Mike. Pop. Mike, I'm so sorry. I'm really, really sorry. No, it's absolutely fine. We like a bit of tension on the podcast. <laughs> what do you hate about them? The singing is... Okay, I have to be... Come on, come on. No, come on, come on. We know he can't sing anyway. And I find there's this legend there about Manny and Rennie locking in together that I just don't hear. I don't think they're very groovy, but I'm wrong because everyone disagrees with me. And I think John Squire, he's a bit... I don't... I. And he's, he's, you don't really get this till their second album and the seahorses, but his guitar taste is pretty bad. You know, it's like it's like you've gone to PMT and there's a 16 year old going diddly 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 and playing smoke on the water. It makes me a bit sick, and I can't help that. And if, if I could be wrong, but you can't help. It's like when you smell something and someone goes, "That's lovely." You can't help your reaction to something. It just. But I'm in a band of people that like Pearl Jam and Rage Against the Machine, and I I hate that music too. So don't listen to me. I'm clearly wrong. I'm clearly wrong. Subjective. It's fine. But you tried, you gave Pearl Jam a chance though, right? I did. I listened to every single Pearl Jam. Give Pearl Jam a chance! (laughs) Because my band said, oh, you don't know anything about Pearl Jam. You know, you got to get into them. I said, right, I'll fucking get into them then. So I listened to, for a whole month, I listened to an hour of Pearl Jam a day. And I caught, I I (laughs) got dedicated homework. (laughs) And I I did it. And I came to the conclusion that Pearl Jam are a good sort of alt-country band. They are Yeah, they totally are. I don't like them. But I mean, I like, I like the uh, 10, but. I wrote a 2000 word essay, which I'm happy to send to you about Pearl Jam. But what I I'm, think I'm absolutely fine, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we can put it in put it in the description below. <laughs> yeah, put it in the show notes. <laughs> They're the only band that are just bad. I can't defend Pearl Jam. I can see merits for like the Stone Roses and Rage Against the Machine and stuff. But Pearl Jam are hands down the worst sound humans have ever made together. Worst. Actually, just talking of Rage Against the Machine, though, Spencer, you heard we just had Lash Cash Gash, and there was Ryan who does the voice there. He was actually in a Rage Against the Machine tribute band. Have you got any words for him? Ryan. We're all thinking about you. <laughs> you could get help. Um, gosh, Ryan, I'm so sorry. I love you. 
I think for, for me, Rage Against the Machine were the sound of of privilege. Growing up in Swansea in the nineties, everyone that was into Rage Against they weren't no, they weren't from Swansea. They were from LA. I they weren't Swansea. Me. I thought they were from like Lucker, the Lucker area. From Nice. Skewing. <laughs> Skewing, some of them are from skewing. You can actually hear that Welsh twang when he's, uh, you know, yeah. singing Killing in the Neighbor. <laughs> Just one of those intercity driveways. <laughs> <laughs> actually, when I was in Swansea one time, Spencer, some kids kicked in the window of the Burger King and then the person who was a manager went out there and had a fight with him. That was Jason. I know Jason and he will <laughs> fight you. Jason is mental. I used to work in that Burger King and I he vaults the... Um, the tills with one hand. Just yeah, that's what he does. He did. He vaulted the till today, and he went there. And <laughs> he then... always does it because <laughs> I guess he was like used to them. And then the people there behind the till looked a tiny bit shocked. He jumped over there, started fighting them outside. And then they were like, "So can I take your order?" And then we just got our Burger Kings, sat down, waiting for the police to arrive. That was the most violent job I ever had. I was punched a couple of times working in the kitchen by other staff, by my colleagues. It was a rough place. Burger King. Why? He's just really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a terrible making burgers. <laughs> well, because like, like going back to earlier, like to people not from Swansea, I sound like this, you know, oh yeah, how's it going, right? And then in Swansea, I sound like this, hi, gosh, oh hello, would you like a cucumber sandwich? And they go, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't good. You still got that on your CV? I think I got it, yeah. I was a domestic attendant or DA, and um, we once had someone from London check the quality of our Whoppers, and um, we, we all had to line up to make a Whopper, <laughs> and by randomly, the Whoppers were weighed on a digital scale, and mine came in bang on, and I was the first one in Swansea to get the enamel badge from London. Oh, my word. I thought you just get them, like, pre-packaged and just defrost them or something. Well, obviously, they go through the broiler stage, and then they're ready. Then you put the bottom half in the microwave for nine seconds while you work on the top. you got your mayonnaise, your lettuce, your four bits of tomato, your gherkins, and then you've got nine seconds to do that. And it has. To oh, be- I thought you meant just the slab of meat was the right weight, not the whole burger. Okay, whole, yeah. The whole combination, including okay. the apple. That's a weird <laughs> job, though. If your job is someone who goes round, weigh, weigh the food. Weigh burgers and yeah, rate weigh them. weigh burgers. He was a huge guy. And, uh, yeah, he had questionable views about race as well. And we, he didn't last very long. We told what? him. What? What, the guy? The guy from head office. Because say what you will about violent Burger King Swansea, those guys were not racist. Just someone, a Welsh person with not a strong enough Welsh accent is still <laughs> game to be punched. Like... <laughs> what were you doing, Burger King, Kerry? Let me, let me educate you. What was I doing in Burger King? No, yeah, what were you doing, Burger King? Let's do that question. Just buying a Burger King. Were you, were you there for a concert performance? Were you, were you playing? I was playing a musical performance in, I can't think where I was, but somewhere in Swansea. And then we went round to try to get some food and everywhere was closed except for Burger King. So we were like, all right, well, here we Swansea go. Swansea closes at like half past four. Well, yeah, no, and that's it. And then the kids come around and just start booting windows. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm pleased we have discussed, though, Swansea Burger King because it is a cultural event. you got to go. So... Do you, Spencer Jones, because it sounds more Welsh, take false gold by the Stone Roses to define you as I know you're going to say no? I can't do it. Can't do it. So, Spencer, you've got three songs to go. Okay. Okay. Sorry, guys. I'm going to be positive now. Yeah. You could get lumbered with something. Yeah. Positive all the way from now on. This is me. You don't need to be positive. You need to be true to yourself. Yeah. You can be true to yourself until the end when you get defined by a song which you really, really don't like. <laughs> so let's have a look. Song six. It was me. It was me up next. I believe, probably check this, but the bass player. No, no. We Yeah, it's true. That's true. Okay. So shared a bassist with the previous artist. Oh, so it's Prime Screen. Okay, let's go. I like this. I like Rocks Off. I like it. It's a banger. It's a, it's a banger. It's a Stones ripoff, but it was on the Donkey Kong CD that came with the snares, which is my introduction to a lot of indie, like Saint Etienne, Boo Radley's, Primal Screen. They were all on there. Six, seven tracks of uh, Everything's Cool by Poppily itself. That was on there. That's awesome. That was, that's one of my best CDs of all time. If you've got the Donkey Kong CD that came with the snares, Donkey Kong. The Donkey Kong CD. So Donkey Kong for the Snares was made by Rare. I thought you were just Rare saying that as if everyone Cooper. knows what the Donkey Kong CD from the Snares is. It's, it's amazing. And they had ties with creation. So all these creation bands are on there. Because so when you said Donkey Kong, I was literally thinking about Nintendo. It, it just came with a bunch of indie for no reason at all. But it was, it was a great CD. In fact, we should just link that. That's what I'm listening to now. Change all of my stuff I've talked about. I'm listening to the Donkey Kong CD. From no, the- you have to, unless there's any tracks from that album, that CD is on here. You have to choose either this primal screen song or the next two tracks do you want a bit more yeah let's do it how about 50 seconds 50 seconds right yeah, are you Spencer, yeah. how, how confident are you about the chorus being in now and if it is is that is that it that should be ain't no way to stay in that's the way to stay in baby that should be there are you ready yeah Get your rocks 
Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, Spencer, fair. You are right. The chorus is there, banging away. And I have to yeah. say, I'm not the biggest Primal Stream fan, but this is a really proper party song, isn't it? Really? It's a good one. Yeah. And it, it obeys the rules. You need, if you're not at the chorus by 50 seconds, you better be craft work or mm. doing something interesting because you're wasting my time. That 50 yeah. seconds is the golden rule. Every every good song obeys those rules. And it, by 50 seconds, you need to be at the chorus. So is your next album going to have a lot of 50-second choruses coming in? I think, I think most of my most of my songs do follow that sort of rule. And just just without because I love I love music. I love pop music. You don't like Fatboy Slim though. <laughs> so I like this song. This is a good one. Okay, Mike, do you want to ask a question? Uh, can I just share a third degree name drop special on Primal Screen? Yes, you can. I did my degree show with a girl who was at Narcotics Anonymous with Bobby Gillespie. Ah. That is why dreads are bad, kids. Yeah, so... um, The question? The question. Should we go to your mum first, though? Yeah, always. She's going to love this. It's a barrier. She loves the stones. <laughs> Thing. And I quite like that because it had a little bit of rhythm to it. Gary, I've forgotten about that. Does he expect me to do this all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she had recorded that. Your, your mum has impeccable taste, Mike. I, it's great. Uh, yeah, she's not liked anything until this, and yeah, and you, nor have you, really. Yeah. <laughs> she's like out of, out of Athens. Yeah. That was like good. That, that was good. Do you spend thrift features i don't know what i was thinking there okay take rocks by primal screen george draculialis and david bianco to be the defining song of spencer and to only listen to it for all of eternity and to always perform it unless your ears are covered yes Oh, oh we have a song. You're also now we're now allowed to listen to the whole song all the way through. Yeah. Our listeners can just you know look it up on the, on the, on the playlist that Kerry's now going to plug for you. So let me. How how can I plug the song? I say if you want to listen to this song and all the songs on this. If you want to listen to this song or any of the songs which we mention or anything which we feature in the, the podcast today, you can do that by checking out www.playlistyet.com and then you see like Spencer's face next to the be a playlist. You can go on there, you can see all the songs which are on the list. You can see all the songs which are you know we mention. <laughs> um, all right, let's play this song. Spencer, you ready? Let's do it. So Spencer, are you are you happy with your choice? Well, you must be because you've only just chosen it. You've chosen Rocks by Primal Scream to be your defining song. There are two songs left on the playlist, though, and you might be fucked off if, <laughs> if a song that you would rather listen to. Yeah, actually, is. Spencer, what, what song would come on now which would destroy, you'd be like, oh, man, I like Rocks, but there's a song which comes on which is just so much better. You know, you love it. Probably be something like Surf's Up by the Beach Boys. Oh, mm. that would do it for me. Superstition by Stevie Wonder. Ooh. Oh, I, yeah. Um, I liked um Spencer you slagging off. Actually, you do quite a nice general series of why do people play songs wrong and then oh you play it, play it right. Don't so, so superstition. Once you notice it, there's not a single drummer. There are three drummers that that play superstition right. Stevie Wonder, who drummed on it. Me, improbably. <laughs> this guy from England that gives drum lessons. Not Stevie Wonder's own drummer has got a YouTube series about how to play superstition. It's wrong. Blatantly wrong. It's completely mm -hmm. wrong. And it, I don't care that no one can do it, but once you notice that no one can do it, it'd be like, I always compare it to like smoke on the water. If, if every time you went to a pub or a wedding and they got to the chorus, they were like, hope on your daughter. You think, all right, that's fine. Not smoke <laughs> on the water. But there's nothing wrong with doing that. But it, once you notice it, I've had about 15 years of noticing every every single person. And it comes up a lot. Every house party, every wedding, every bar mitzvah. They're busting out superstition like you wouldn't believe. I'm getting it wrong, guys. And uh, so you also you slagging off uh, Wonderwall as well. People like getting Wonderwall wrong. That is also weird. There's a dedicated guy called James Hargreaves. I follow his YouTube channel. He just likes Oasis. He only And he only likes two Oasis albums. And he just he posts videos every week, sometimes every month, about different aspects of those two Oasis albums. And he can't play Wonderwall. He went all the way to, is it made of real where they did it? He went to the actual wall that the Wonderwall was like written about. He can't play Wonderwall. I'm like, come on, guys. It's the bit that goes, I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do. It then goes about you now. But every 99% of people on this planet go, I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Just yeah. like an endless loop of that bit. 
But that bit is the funkiest thing Oasis have ever done. Just this bit here. <laughs> That's magnificent. That's the only bit of the whole Oasis video that I like. <laughs> All right, are we ready for track seven or 143? Um, Spencer, I forgot to do this earlier. Have you got any, can you do any DJ patter? I've been trying to do that thing, right? Down to places number six, it's Catchy Goo Goo with having a great time. You've got to ch- change those T's to D's. Like, I can't do it. Ricky Martin is living La Vida Loca at number two. I've just been thinking about Mike just being really disappointed when Bartman not getting back to number one. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. Though. Let's go song seven, though, right? Shall we do it? Are you ready? Who's ready for song seven? Uh, do I have anything I want to say? No, give him zero seconds. <laughs> Damn it. I, I should have picked this one. That, <laughs> so that's Iggy Pop's Lust for Life. I was in college with the guitarist and that, Ricky Gardner, his daughter, was in college with me. What? And one day we were around the table, and I'd forgotten this. I was told that there's a girl here who's Ricky Gardner's daughter. Her name's Annie. And I, so I'd forgotten that fact, and I'd been friends with her for a year. And one day we got into an argument about Iggy Pop about the song The Passenger, which is based on a Jim Morrison poem. And I was saying to her, that's basically, and she said, it's not, it's not, it's not. It's, yes, it is. And she burst out laughing and said, I've got a really easy way of proving you wrong. And I went, oh, damn it, you're Ricky Gardner's dog. <laughs> so all I can say, Spencer, you can't have that and you can't go, you know, overtake rocks. It's a miles better song, isn't it? Miles better song. Well, you're, you're fucked though, aren't you, no? Yeah. yeah. So instantly recognizable. Yeah. Because yeah. well, so, it was in a lot of 90s stuff. It was in train spotting. So we kind of grew up with it, even though it was 20 years old at the time. Yeah. 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 Who's the drummer? I'm going to find the drummer. Hunt Sales. Don't know the name, but I like him. Good name. Hunt Hunt Sales. Hunt Sales. He played with Todd Rundgren as well. That's not his real name. So, anyway, uh, let's go to Pat Lash. What do you reckon she would think of this? You've been pretty well aligned so far. I think she'd like the drum beat, and I don't know if she'd like the singing. Lost for life, I've always wanted. (laughs) (laughs) God. I hate it so much, Kerry. I can't control what she says. I know. I just hate the things she says. I think she says good stuff. My 79-year-old mum doing really poor innuendo. Wow. There's nothing worse in life. Let's just go on to the final song, Spencer. Final song, let's do this. Uh, you, so you've already realised you've made one mistake. Is your mistake going to be even stronger? Um, I've got a, a song-related question here. And bear in mind, you said you got punched whilst working in Burger King and Swansea. Right. Now, if someone punched you in the mouth, you might have ended up with what? A fat lip. Oh, yeah. if only. Bit of some 41. Not 741. I thought it was banging the money there. You're right with the area of the, the mouth, but what, what colour could they go? Could it be the black lips? We're, we're wondering. It is the black lips. Like it. That's the last time you're ever going to hear them, Spencer. Damn it. Damn it. Do you like the black lips? I do now. I don't know much about them, but that was good. That sounded like the cramps. Yeah, it did a little bit. It's from the uh, album Arabia Mountain, the song Modern Art. Super cool song. Mike, how do you find it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Mike, you said pretty good, which sounded a bit like a, a Pat Lash quote. So let's just hear from her. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> That's just like the most damning. <laughs> what do you got? Nothing. I got nothing, nothing to add. Nothing's me. Aww. We've done. We've done all the songs. I need to backtrack because I have two more nicknames that I need to do. Oh yeah, sorry. Go on. So then. I need to retrospectively say, would you, Spanker Segalov? <laughs> Take Rocks by Primal Scream to be your defining song. Yes, you would, but you can't. Ha ha, fuck you. And would you spin a Lena Ding Dong? <laughs> That's a good one. Take Modern Art by Black Lips to be your defining song and to define you as a human boy. So you can answer in, in a row there. Um, yes, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, I said Rocks by Primal Scream. I meant to Lust for Life. So let me redo that. Go on. Would you... Spanxer Segalov take Last for Life by Iggy Pop to <laughs> be your defining song. Well, yes, but I can't. Yeah. 
Okay, Spencer, we are at the end of the eight songs. You have defined yourself. You've got Mike to sing a song at you. But we have a playlist, which we give the guests the opportunity to add one song to. It's called the Guest Best Playlist. What song would you add to that playlist? Oh, the ones you presented to me today? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put that Black Crips one on there. I'd like to hear that probably. So that's the best song of the eight songs. And if you had to say, what was your least favourite song of the episode today? Probably the Fat Boy Slim one. I can't remember all of them, but that would, it's just not for me. Um, Mike, for you though, what's your favourite song on the episode? Uh, favourite song of the episode would probably be Lust for Life. Can't really go wrong with that. Least favourite song in the episode? Uh, probably Fat Boy Slim. To be honest, it's not his, not his best one. So I'm going to align with you on my least favourite song in the episode, being Fatboy Slim, actually. Oh, all three of us. And then I would say my favourite is... It's tricky, but I think I would say Modern Art by The Black Lips would also be my, my favourite oh, one. I don't know popular songs. I'm really cool and edgy. My name's Kerry. I am very edgy, though. That's what people call me here. They, I was going to say they call me The Edge, but I was like, hang on. That's an incredibly <laughs> famous guitar player from a band who I don't like at all. Actually, what's your fin on YouTube? <laughs> Rubbish, absolutely yep. yeah. The yeah. worst sort of massive band that I've seen. I've seen the headline glass me and they were I've seen Coldplay and they were really good live. Don't love them, but they're really good. The U2 I was expecting similar things. It was just that really bad. I when pop came out, I remember to going to find my YouTube friends and saying, This is actually approaching something. And they went, This is rubbish. I went, this is the only good thing about U2 discotheque. <laughs> I don't like that one either, but it's the only good thing. Yeah. To, there was that song they did for um Batman, which I found all right. The so spencer thank you very much for joining us today is there anything which you would like to plug well the band i have a backing band called great paintings a new form band and a new album and we are releasing a single called and we get burned at the end of january but you can go on to my band camp just put Spencer Segalov. I'm the only person called Spencer Segalov on the entire planet Earth, so I'm not hard to find. So my band camp has got, or Spotify would have my albums on, but there'll be something up soon with, with my new band. Okay, good. Then we can put a link in the description of the podcast once it's out with that. Mike, you got anything which you want to promote? Yeah, I uh, I run a monthly comedy night in Turnpike Lane, North London, called the All Good Comedy Club. We get some. Uh, actually, we've got a, had a couple of former guests of this podcast on, and Jamie Allerton and Bennett Kavanagh. Uh, I don't think any others have been on. That's more than me. I'm going to plug that I'm coming to the UK at the end of January. Oh, right. That's it. So, Spencer, thank you very much. It's really, it's, sorry, it's really, uh, we need to keep up with our. Um, I mean, our phone messages to one another are a series in the, themselves anyway, I think. It's 22, 23 my time. What time is it your time? It's 23, 23, 23, 23 my time. Mike, what time is it your time? It's 22, 24. Mm. All right. We're going to stop recording. So, do, do you want to say bye? Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, my love. Oh, what a doozy. Hope you enjoyed that, lads and ladesses. Good on, Spencer. Thanks a lot again, buddy, for being guest number 18. If you want to hear more on Spencer's music, just search for Spencer Segalov on Bandcamp. Apparently the only Spencer Segalov in the whole world, so he's easy to find. But um, if you want to check out Spencer, have a look in the description below for all the links to his relevant socials, websites, Bandcamp, Spotify, all this kind of thing where you can find his music, as you can with ourselves where you can uh, check out the, our website check us out on instagram play the share twitter play the share we're on tiktok we haven't really got that much stuff there but one day we will get mike watching pictures uh watching videos of people clicking their fingers together and making sounds with their mouth that, that actually interests me quite a lot so we're looking forward to that day anyway we've got guests lined up for the upcoming episodes and one of those guests for the next episode is fran james from the over underrated podcast which is completing the group of what do you say exchanges because i've been there you've been there babs has been here and with that we should maybe let people know what it's all about so here's the trailer for over underrated Hello and welcome to another podcast. This is Over Underrated, a music podcast with Fran and Babs. But what's it all about? Well, me and Fran think of a topic, for example, a place like Leeds or a genre like punk, 
and then we pick a band or artist one of us thinks is overrated and the other one thinks is underrated. We then make a 10-track Spotify playlist to prove whether an artist is terrible or brilliant, and then try and defend our cause and hopefully have some great discussions. Ultimately, we're trying to push our opinions onto each other because we're two semi-opinionated music fans who you've never heard of, and we're looking for an audience of similarly passionate people. You might agree with us, you might become angry, but hopefully we'll all learn something along the way. So, looking forward to chatting with Babs and trying to force my music taste on her, and her trying to force her music taste on me. Episode 1 is focused on Britpop, and is looking at Oasis and Shed 7. Have a guess which is which. And please download and subscribe. Follow us on social media. We are OU Music Pod on Twitter and Over Underrated Music Pod on Instagram. We don't have a Patreon yet as we do not feel worthy, but the more of you who listen, the more we'll be able to make money from beer. Ooh, what a trailer. <laughs> Very good. Uh, yep, please do some thank yous. Uh, yeah, all, all the usual thank yous. Obviously, guest Spencer Sill, I've already thanked him. Uh, artwork, uh, original artwork, Ryan Hunt. Uh, Pat Gash, Ryan Hunt, uh, new artwork, Sousa, Maul, great. Um, patches, who did you get the patches from? Dude, the Badge King, we're looking at you, love those badges. The patches yeah. are patches, I mean. Other people we want to thank, we want to thank Pat Lash for being Pat Lash. And Pat Cash for being Pat Cash. And not being Andre Agassi. Actually, it was, um, I asked Hugh Stevens if he had any shout-outs which he wanted to give for this episode, and he said this. Shout-out threat mantics. So that was that. Uh, he, he still thinks you're in them. Death. Um, Mike, so how we should finish the episode, I think it'd be very appropriate to play us out Spencer Seglov and Great Paintings with their new single, And We Get Burned. You ready for it? I'm, I'm ready, man. Fun, poppy. Yeah, no, I probably shouldn't review it on here, even though I liked it. I think that I think I think you just said it. Let's not review it on here. That was just really good. And thanks a lot, Spencer, for giving us the disclosure to play the new single there. Yeah.
hey, the young knives coming for you, yeah? Coming for you, the young come knives. You. Well, Michael... you. Henry and House of Lords. I wish I knew his real name, but I guess his stage name is House You should of be Lord. worried about Mike Dash, less so about me. He fucking loves you. I mean, I like the young knives, but you fucking love the young knives. I do.